Welcome to the Moment in Ministry podcast. In a world that's filled with fear and anxiety, it is now, more than ever, imperative that those which are called by Christ's name turn and look upon Him. Hello, this is Pastor Steve Dameron for a Moment in Ministry. And we're going to do a strain of Moment in Ministry because of all the craziness going on. And we're going to call it Words of Cheer. And it comes from a Spurgeon book that I have in my library called Words of Cheer. We're going to actually take a reading from that today. But we wanted to come across, I'm going to work with Brother Dave Olson. And between the two of us, we're going to try to do a few of these a week if we can. They're going to be pretty short. But just taking something from the Word of God, sometimes like today, I'm going to take something from the Word of God, a thought from Spurgeon, and then I'm going to do a little bit of a hymn history and a song that may helpfully cheer us and encourage us. We need to make sure to understand during these times, sometimes during times that there's a whole lot less understanding. You know, in life, we don't always understand a lot of the future, but I'm kind of a planner. Uh, Those that know me know that I like planning. I like uh, thinking ahead and having things thought out, uh, actually not just months ahead, but years ahead. But in these type of situations, it makes us pause, and we really have to be reliant upon the Lord. And what I find is God brings great comfort, and he brings cheer. Not just comfort all the time as far as, oh, you know what, it'll be okay. He actually can bring happiness and joy in your life. So we're going to turn to a passage and consider it today. Here in Job chapter 23, most of us know the story of Job. We know the suffering. We know the things that he lost. And we know the uncertainty that is there. But Spurgeon, as he starts out his book, Words of Cheer, references one verse. And as typical Spurgeon-esque, as I call it, he, he takes just a phrase and just builds a whole boatload on it to give you some heavy thoughts to think about. So I'm going to read, though, a little more. He settles in on verse 6 of Job 23. So I'm going to start in verse 1 and read down to verse 6. It says, Then Job answered and said, Even today is my complaint bitter. My stroke is heavier than my groaning. Oh, that I knew where I might find him, that I might come even to his seat. I would order my cause before him and fill my mouth with arguments. I would know the words which he would answer me and understand what he would say unto me. Will he plead against me with his great power? No, but he would put strength in me. Let me read you a couple of thoughts that Spurgeon puts on this text because he does it better than I do. He says he will put strength in me, faith versus fear. When the believer is brought into peace with God, he does not tremble at the thought of God's power. He does not ask, will he plead against me with his great power? But he says, no, that very power, once my terror and fear is now my refuge and my hope. For he shall put that very power in me. I will rejoice that God is almighty, for he will lend me his omnipotence. He will put strength and me. The very power which would have damned my soul saves my soul. 
the very power that would have crushed me, God puts into me, that the work of salvation may be accomplished. No, he will not use it to crush me, but he will put that very strength into me. He continues on a little bit later, and he says, there, that self-same arm which made you quake. See there, I give it to you. Go out and live. I have made you mighty as I am. To do my works, I will put strength into you. The same strength which would have broken you to pieces on the wheel will now be put into you that you may do mighty works. So here Job, during his time of heartache, of loss, of uncertainty, he turns to God and here's that question, will he plead against me with his great power? And he answers it, no, but he would put strength in me. At this time, one cheerful, just comforting, strengthening thought is that that power of God, the omnipotence of God, which rules the whole universe and the world, he's mighty, but he's mighty to save. And so that power is available to us, and that should cheer us at this time. There's a song. We're actually going to sing it for a service, one of our online services. And it was written by James Hill. James Hill was born in 1930. He was not a preacher, but he loved music and he loved quartets. And God led him to write a song, which we love singing, I know, in our church. The background of the song is interesting. As he says, this is what happened. He was driving home from work one afternoon, and he thought about the Bible's description of this coming day and troubles would be put behind him when God would wipe away all tears. Well, as he meditated upon this, he was having a hard time. Why? Well, he was shocked on this particular day. His mother-in-law was only 50 years old, and she suffered a debilitating stroke. Well, Jim Hill had just heard that day about his mother-in-law. His mother-in-law was 50 years old, and she had suffered a debilitating stroke. And in his mind, he was saying, why would the Lord allow this to happen? Because she was such a good lady. So as he meditated upon this thought, Jim Hill says a song came into his mind. He didn't know that it would eventually be a a musical song that would be sung in hundreds and probably thousands of churches. But he had studied opera and he had sung in gospel quartets since he was 15 years old. And he, he was in his car driving And he stopped his car, he spotted a piece of cardboard, and he began writing words down of a song while it was fresh in his memory. He wasn't sure if it'd be any good. And so he put these words down, and I'm going to read them. I got them in front of me. There is coming a day when no heartache shall come. No more clouds in the sky, no more tears to dim the eye. All is peace forevermore on that happy golden shore. What a day, glorious day that will be. 
There'll be no sorrow there, no more burdens to bear, no more sickness, no more pain, no more parting over there. And forever I will be with the one who died for me. What a day, glorious day that will be. What a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see and I look upon his face, the one who saved me by his grace. When he takes me by the hand and leads me through the promised land, what a day, glorious day that will be. And I was thinking about that and in the Bible, in Revelation chapter 21, as we close our thoughts here on this words of cheer. Revelation 21 says, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. I heard a great voice out of heaven, saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God was with men. He will dwell with them. They shall be his people. God himself shall be with them and be their God, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. May God help us in uncertain times. Maybe there's a little worry, a little doubt that has come into your life. Maybe some anxiety, some fear. We'll take hope, have a word of cheer. And what is that? There is strength in God and also that there is coming a day. No heartache, no pain, no sorrow, and forever will be with the one who died for me. May it be that we can take cheer and take hope in Christ our Lord.